All right, welcome to another episode of the Getting to Club podcast. As with most of these episodes, this one's going to be pretty short, and I'm going to try something new today. I want to get in the habit of answering some of the questions that I get on LinkedIn, on social, in our courses, via email, and, and answering these questions on this podcast. And today I'm going to do that for the first time. Uh, so these are intended to be Q&A with people who follow P-Club, uh, and I'm going to answer them the best I can in a very tactical way that helps you close more deals. And so here's the first one we're going to do uh, in this series of kind of Q&A. So here's the question I got. Hi, Chris. How would you handle a scenario where the prospect shares in advance of the call, so a first discovery call, a detailed user requirements list? So they're in the stage of exploring solutions, and in their minds, they have shared what they already want with that list. And of course, it doesn't provide pain or pain points. So any tips on how to handle so that the prospect doesn't think, or doesn't think, I already told you what I want, et cetera. Why are we uh, doing discovery? Okay. So this is a very common situation salespeople run into, particularly in competitive spaces or well-developed categories, right? Buyers come in inbound, you know, somewhere 80% through, um, you know, their buyer's journey. And so how do you deal with this? How do you do some discovery without kind of just royally pissing them off, but also doing so in a way that helps you control the conversation, the sales cycle, and uncovers the pain in advance. So here's a couple things to this one. Number one, is I would send an agenda in response of that to set expectations, right? I would say something like, and this is over email, thanks so much for sending this. I think this is going to accelerate our discussion. Based on what you just told me, here's what I'm suggesting for an agenda. For the first half of the conversation, maybe third, I would love to understand the origin story that led you to deciding on these requirements so that I can be fiercely aligned with you. Okay, I want to understand the backstory. And then, of course, during this conversation, we will speak to the extent that we can meet these requirements. Okay, so that's my plan for the conversation. Let me know if that's agreeable. So that's what that's the first thing I would do, right? It's not a bulletproof technique because sometimes they're going to push back on it. But more often than not, you are going to create the right expectations for a successful discovery call. Right, So much of having a productive call is expectation management. And typically you're going to do that at the beginning of a discovery call when you're setting the agenda and what have you. But often it's incumbent upon you as a sales professional to manage your buyer's expectations in advance of the call if something like this crops up and demands that you do so. Okay, So that's the first thing. The second thing is when you get on the call, I would once again iterate that you are going to get to what they want on the call, right? When you're setting the agenda, I would say something like, once again, thanks for sending over that list of requirements. Uh, my goal is to help you exit this meeting today, understanding better the extent that we can meet those requirements. Um, true to the agenda I sent over, one of the things I would like to do is go back in time with you for a few minutes to understand how you led to these requirements, right? What challenges you were facing you know, a few weeks ago or months ago when you decided to solve this, that led to you being so definitive with what you need in a solution. 
Okay, so now you're going to ask the go back in time question, right? Help help me understand the origin story. And then as long as your buyer isn't totally just dead set on seeing a demo, you should be able to surface uh, a good deal of the pain. Maybe not all of that, but at least you're not flying totally blind. And then you do have to deliver on the second thing you said, which is you're going to start to speak to, presumably through a demo, how you're going to meet some of those requirements. At that point, the next few stages of your sales cycle are mutual discovery. You're, you're doing some give and take in the sense of you're giving a little bit of information on how you meet their requirements. And then every time you do that in response, you then ask for a little bit more. So it's mutual discovery that unfolds and unfolds. Okay, so that's the answer to that question. Now, what some of you might be thinking is, okay, but what happens if like they just don't agree to any of the things that I just suggested? They push back on the agenda. They're not willing to go back in time with me even for a few minutes to understand their challenges. And they just show up to the call and say, I'm not here to inform you about our challenges. I just want to see a demo and how well it meets these requirements. If that happens, first of all, that sucks, but you know, that's, that's why they pay us the big bucks in sales. Cause we have to deal with this sometimes. If that's the case, you as a seller have to make a judgment call as to whether or not you pursue that deal, right? So you might want to, but you might not, you might say, okay, um, I'm going to walk you through exactly how, or to the extent we meet these requirements. But the only way I'm going to do that is if at the end of this call, you feel like we're probably a good fit. Let's talk about what some concrete next steps are to better understand your challenges. Because if we do end up partnering together, we need to understand that if we're going to solve anything, right? So now you're kind of negotiating in advance, like, fine, if you just want to see me click around on the product for you know a bunch of time, I'm happy to spend the next 30 minutes doing that. Time is booked anyway. We may as well, but I'm going to make an ask of you in return. And then you make that ask. And if they still say no, then I would be like, it feels like we don't have the spirit of a partnership. Now, don't do something that's going to get you in trouble, right? If your manager or your boss would bleed at the ears hearing you disqualify a deal like that, then don't do it. I don't want to be responsible for you losing your job or anything like that. But I can tell you what I would do in that situation. I would object, right? I wouldn't be working that deal. If I tried three times to get any sort of buy-in on just having a... a partner-like conversation and they stiff-armed me every time, I would just say, I don't think we have the right dynamic to make you successful. Okay. So that's what I would do. I hope it helps. If you're in that situation, give it a try. Um, maybe tweak it based on whatever context is unique to you. And I'll see you in the next episode. 